Book Six, Chapter Ten of the Boys and Girls Pliny by Pliny the Elder. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by phone. Various kinds of shellfish. Let us now pass on to the murex and other kinds of shellfish, which have a stronger shell and in which nature, in her sportive mood, has displayed a great variety so many are the hues of their tints so numerous are their shapes flat concave long crescent-shaped rounded into a globe cut through into a semi-globe arched in the back smooth rough indented streaked the upper part spirally wreathed the edge projecting in a sharp point the edge wreathed outwards or else folding inwards and then too there are the various distinctions of rayed shells, long-haired shells, wavy-haired shells, channeled shells, pectinated shells, imbricated shells, reticulated shells, shells with lines oblique or rectilinear, thick-set shells, expanded shells, tortuous shells, shells the valves of which are united by one small knot, shells which are held together all along one side, shells which are open as if in the very act of applauding and shells which wind resembling a conch the fish of this class known as the shells of venus are able to navigate the surface of the deep and presenting to the wind their concave side catch the breeze and sail along on the surface of the sea scallops are also able to leap and fly above the surface of the water and they sometimes employ their shell by way of a bark but why mention such trifles as these when i am sensible that no greater inroads have been made upon our morals and no more rapid advances have been made by luxury than those effected through the medium of shellfish of all the elements that exist the sea is the one that costs the dearest to the stomach seeing that it provides so many kinds of meat so many dishes so many exquisite flavors derived from fish all of which are valued in proportion to the danger undergone by those who have caught them but how insignificant is all this when we come to think of our purple our azure and our pearls it was not enough forsooth for the spoils of the sea to be thrust down the gullet but they must be employed as well to adorn the hands the ears the head the whole body in fact and that of the men pretty nearly as much as the women what has the sea to do with our clothes what is there in common between waves and billows and the sheep's fleece this one element ought not to receive us according to ordinary notions except in a state of nakedness let there be ever so strong an alliance between it and the stomach on the score of gluttony still what can it possibly have to do with the back it is not enough forsooth that we are fed upon what is acquired by perils but we must be clothed too in a similar way so true it is that for all the wants of the body that which is sought at the expense of human life is sure to please us the most End of book six, chapter ten.